Kabiso Musiya on SAFM. We continue celebrating International Women's Day. Now let's hear from Springbok women's player Piwogusle Nyanda. She was um, today named as one of the ambassadors for MasterCard. She joins a roster that includes Brian Habana and the legendary best number 10 in the world by far, Dan Carter. And I caught up with Piwogusle earlier on today. They definitely did tell me so. Um, <laughs> we walked in there to record a video for someone that was leaving apparently, only to find out that Dan and Brian Havana were going to be there to tell us, um, you know, congratulations, welcome to the MasterCard ambassadorship, um, you know, and that was really shocking because, you know, as a, rugby, a female rugby player, you never think that things could happen for you because, you know, we're still in the development process, so it, like, it, it, it really seemed far-fetched. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a priceless moment, I have to say. <laughs> Is it sinking in now? Yes. I think after, I think, spoke about it with my partner for a while, I think they need finally, like, think, like, okay, this is, like, this is what you have to do now. This is your new role. And, you know, you have to inspire like you've always wanted to be inspired. Mm. So, yes, I think I'm almost there. Like you said, I think it's a big achievement considering the challenges faced by women in sport that you've got corporate that's willing to have you guys as ambassadors. This is a big win for every woman in South Africa, I have to say, because, I mean, we're coming so far, like, we've been fighting the fight, you know, wanting to just play the game, and now, you know, there's possibilities. You have companies like MasterCard um, sponsoring grassroots rugby uh, and the Rugby World Cup, and, I mean, come on, is this really happening? I mean, when my club was also, like, sponsored by MasterCard, I just thought, you know, MasterCard really cares about the, the development of rugby, not just for men but for everyone for women too because they're sponsoring the world cup and now they're sponsoring us too and we have just been appointed as ambassadors i mean what else can mastercard really do that won't shock me well it's great that it's also happening in a in, in a world cup here a lot's happening also with the Springboks. how do you feel about the world cup later this year do you have one eye on it or are you taking it one day at a time I am training so hard for the opportunity to be a part of an amazing group of inspiring women, you know, to go to World Cup and just represent my country because I always go back to the day I got my first cap. You know, it was such an honor and a privilege. I mean, I cried when I sang my national anthem and definitely want to go to World Cup. So I'm really working hard, even though, you know, we had restrictions and uh, COVID happening, having lockdown, having to train in your own. You just need to keep your eye on the goal and work hard so that when the opportunity comes knocking, you, you are ready. And, and I mean, you play everything, touch rugby sevens and fifteens. Are you able to find the balance and to meet all these commitments? I am a woman. <laughs> I think we were born to multitask. So you make it work. You make it work. I mean, I had to take the tough decision of quitting my job in 2019 to pursue my dream of being a springbok. But I mean, you have to make it work. You need to do what works for you. So, I mean, I have seasonal kind of like uh, planning. So, touch rugby will be like at the beginning of the year and then you have rugby media and then coaching towards the end of the year. So, you just make it work. You just need proper planning like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and is it working for you? you haven't quit your job? Um, I mean, COVID happened. So, it wasn't like that great. Mm. But I mean, when you think of all the positive things that happened during the lockdown, you know, MasterCard um, sponsoring the Golden Lions, um, having the priceless surprise. You know, you, you, you tend to accept every decision, you know, at, at the end of the tunnel, there's like there's light at the end of the tunnel, basically. So it is working out for me, and it gives me enough time to prepare for the World Cup and to train, and hopefully we can get back on the field, like they said. And, yeah. And there also seems to be some focus now on the women's game, Piwa. We saw Lynn Cantwell has been appointed as the high-performance mm. manager. I don't know if you've met with her, but what do you hope she brings to, to, to women's rugby in the country? 
Unfortunately, I haven't met with her, and I would really love to meet with her. Um, I really think that Tari is finally, you know, doing what needs to be done. Like, they're really supporting us. They're really putting so much um, effort in, in helping us get better because the, the biggest problem was, you know, we haven't been having enough exposure to compete overseas, so meaning we were not, like, developing as fast as we should be. But I think she's going to really dig deep, you know, as a woman, like, look at the at the like the finest details of how things are going and I think it will even make it better because with the camp that has been taking place for the past two months, you know, they've been inviting the male coaches to come and help us with like training just to explain in depth, like in depth on how can we improve because I mean our guys are like number one in the world. Yeah. So they who else can actually help us to get there? Them. So I really think um, there's a lot of work being done and it, it, it's starting to show. And we saw even the players have been coming to the camp just to, 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 to teach a few things. That must also be great just to rub shoulders with the box. I mean, when I, when, when I grew up and I was told I could be the next Brian Hartman, I think if maybe there was a female athlete that was there at the moment doing great things like Brian has been, then they would have probably told me that I could have been that person. And I think these players are the only real role models that we knew as South African players. So what better than to learn from your role model? Because when you see these guys, you always get a strike, even though we do exactly the same thing. But, I mean, we've always looked up to them because we didn't really have female role models. And this is what MasterCard now is doing, you know, allowing me to, you know, to develop into a role model so that younger girls can dream this dream that I started dreaming in my late 20s when they are still, like, in their primary school days. So how does it feel to be on the same roster as your idol, Brian Habana, <laughs> and, of course, Dan Carter? I, I mean, it, it, like, it's it finally stinked that I'm an ambassador, but I still can't believe that it's with Brian Havan and Dan Carter because, like, I've always idolized both of them because I love how Dan kicks and I love how Brian always, like, just manages the score tries. So in last, uh, not last year, 2019, when I scored the most point in a single provincial match in both male and female, and everyone was like, how did you do it? I was like, that's what you get when you have Brian Habana and Dan Carter encouraging and inspiring you. <laughs> <laughs> and how many points did you score in that game? You, I think it was 48. I mean, you don't count because you have your whole teammate to like, you know, say, okay, you know, what did I do? What did I, you know? So I think it was 48. Yeah, somebody, I think 48 points. That's tries <laughs> and kicking. Were you kicking? So I was kicking and I scored tries. So I think I scored six tries and then the rest was like conversion. That is amazing. And 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 people refer to you as a utility backline player. Is there any position you prefer in the on the back or can you play anywhere? I think I can play everywhere at the back except for scrum half because <laughs> I believe I'm a tall person, even though I'm not that tall, but I mm. believe I'm a tall person. So I have this mindset of scrum half needs to be uh, short. But I think I fell in love with fullback because that was my first real position where, you know, I wore not the substitute jersey, like my second year of rugby. I started off from fullback. Mm. How do you describe your kicking game? <laughs> I'm not 10 yet, so I can't call myself the perfect 10. <laughs> but I mean, if he keeps on mentoring me and guiding me, I think I can get there. <laughs> And and Puyoguse, somebody from Etzolo, how did you start playing rugby? So, luckily, my family moved to Joburg, uh, like, just before I was born. And in 1995, I moved to Joburg, and that's when I started school here. Mm. And I didn't have any exposure in sports in primary school. But in high school, I got exposed in touch rugby, and I was selected to represent um, Eastern Gauteng. And when I was there, I met a coach named Parantra. Transfer Pretorius, everybody calls him Borky, who actually told me that, you know what, I, I think you could play rugby. And I didn't even know that uh, women's rugby existed, but he was like, you know, you could be the next Brian Havana because I think he just wanted me to 
um, connect to someone like, you know, someone great. Mm. So everyone knew about Brian Habana and the 2007 World Cup scoring the most points. So I was like, okay, I like scoring tries because we score the same way in touch rugby and in rugby. And I was like, okay, I think I can do this. And I didn't really enjoy it the first time, but as time went on, like, it's so addictive. You fall in love with it. That's amazing. And how does one then finally make it to the Springboks? Where do you have to start? How are the structures like maybe for, for a little girl that's listening or a parent that's got a girl that's, that likes rugby? So we, we normally play in clubs and MasterCard with sponsoring the grass, uh, grassroots rugby. Mm-hmm. We have now proper leagues uh, infrastructures where we play and you get selected for your province and that's when the coaches from the Springboks then will select you and invite you to a camp. And obviously nothing without passion can happen and dedication and you just need to work hard and keep your head down, understand that your team is there to help you and it's a team sport. You, you need to love each other because the more your team loves you, the more they let you shine. I mean, they let me score the most points. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, do you feel like a Springbok? Do you get the reward or the recognition that, that the Springboks usually get or do you still think there's a long way to go? You can't have entitlement and say, you know, this is me, I am a Springbok, I believe. So I'm working every day so hard that, you know, one day I get the recognition that I deserve or that, you know, I'm meant to get. So it's, I think where we are right now, you can't say this is where I am. We should all just be inspiring women to, to get involved in the sport and keeping our heads low and just getting better until everyone is like, are you pure Kenya under the Springbok player? Then I think that's when I can actually say like, I'm getting the recognition that I deserve. Okay, great stuff, Pua Gusanyanda. We wish you all the best at Springbok. She wasn't the only one uh, announced today. There was also Coach Chanel Alberts of the Pirates Women's Rugby Team. So they will be the ambassadors, uh, um, as uh, we heard from Upiwa Guse there. And it's good to see corporate getting involved uh, in the game, in the women's game. And it's good to see just corporate getting involved in women's sport. And let's hope that partnerships like these will uh, also encourage more corporates just to get involved and back our women in sport.